Welcome to the Life After Life podcast, where we explore our soul's physical and non-physical journey. I'm Majana. Let's discuss angels, guides, and loved ones from the other side. Hello, everybody. It's good to see you again. Today, special thank you to Maria, who sent in this really, really great series of questions. Ah, love it. All right, and I also have to give a shout out to Deb, who, this is so cool, just got to say, we went to elementary school together, and she Facebooked me the other day because she had found the podcast. Hi, Deb. Okay, so, and Deb and I had a similar conversation around this, so I thought this will be awesome. Maria's specific question was, how can I help humanity and the earth? Because, you know, all of this isn't new, the suffering and the politics and all the doom and gloom. Okay, that's not, there's nothing new there. So are we just doomed to live in this forever? How can we help? Oh, I love it. And can we help? I mean, don't you sometimes feel like you're just one person in the population of all of Earth? And really, am I, am I that? Can I, am I that powerful? Yes, yes, you are. And what I love, spiritual warriors, is united. (laughs) We're even more powerful. Okay, I haven't been a cheerleader in a long time. I felt a little resurgent there. So how can we help? What can we do? Remember how important the power of intention is. It's so huge. I wish we could see on the earth plane in this human form. I wish everybody could see energy literally visually see it in color and in intensity because if everyone could see that you would get how much of a difference we truly can make and how powerful we really are all right let me give you a couple concrete examples to help you especially for you really left brain people get your head around this we know that energy is real and we know it's powerful and concrete. And you know this because I can guarantee everybody listening at some point, these something or like this has happened to you. You're busy doing something. Somebody walks in the room behind you. They don't say anything. You didn't hear them, but you felt their presence, right? You felt their energy. We all have an energetic field that stretches out way beyond our physicality. They used to say six feet. Now they're saying way further. And honestly, I don't even know what the current data is on that. All right. Think about it this way. How often have you been maybe thinking about somebody, had a dream about them or whatever, and then all of a sudden you hear from them? And it may be somebody you haven't talked to for a long time. And yet there they are on the phone making a call or emailing you or something. It's, again, an energetic connection. So so this stuff happens, and we are powerful, and we can affect people that aren't right next to us. Prayer is another example. And somebody, I love this too, somebody in a workshop I was at asked, how does prayer work? Okay, I get it if, you, if you're praying for yourself, but how does praying for somebody else work? And this was the visual I received in trying to explain this, that if multiple people are praying for somebody, what you are doing truly is sending love and peace to them, and you are actually volunteering to be a conduit of of energy. So the visual I got is the person being prayed for is sort of in in the center, 
And then everybody praying for them are like spokes on a wheel. And those spokes are the channels for that energy to go to. So they are receiving the energy that's being sent to them from all of these different sources. And there is a lot of evidence out there that shows, besides just having faith, prayer truly works. So what can we do? Those are some examples. So what can we do? Mother Teresa has this quote. It's one of my absolute favorite. I'm going to share two quotes that I love on this topic with you. One of them was someone asked Mother Teresa to come to an anti-war rally. And her response was, if you hold an anti-war rally, I shall not attend. If you hold a pro-peace rally, invite me. All right, so what's the difference there? I love it because there is such a difference. It's all intention. So when you're in this example, if we're focusing on an anti-war rally, what is the focus? Where's your attention? It's on war. Even though it's not having war, it's still on war. You're still trying to negate it, but that's your energy is going towards war. If you have a pro-peace rally, where is your attention and your intention? Peace. So although you may look at these and say, oh, that's just all in the vernacular. It's all in the way you word it. It's really not. It's the energy. So think about that for a moment and just kind of sit there and say war, war, war. How does that feel inside you? And then kind of clear that out and say, peace, peace, peace. How does that feel inside you? There's a difference. So yes, it's a word, but it's only a word because we've made it so to designate the thoughts and feelings that associate with that word. So she was brilliant in saying that. She didn't want to show up to promote war, even though it was under the curtain of a anti-war rally. So she was pro-peace. The other example that I love about this is from Martin Luther King Jr. His comment was, darkness cannot drive out darkness. Only light can do that. Hate cannot drive out hate. Only love can do that. Again, you know, it sounds like just a bunch of words, but if you think about that, you know, if we're talking about whatever hot topic and there's violence around that, violence begets violence, right? You can't solve a violent situation by just adding more violence to it. Peace leaders throughout time have known that, like Gandhi and, gosh, you know, right now I'm drawing a blank, but think of just world peace leaders throughout time and they got it. They get that by demonstrating who you are is the way you make a change. When I used to teach people, students, and even sometimes parents, but people would ask me what my religion is. And my response was, if you want to know my religion, then watch the way I live because I live my religion. My religion is love. It is peace. It is commitment. Now, do I make mistakes? Hello, I'm human. Yes. But I've never been one to be pigeonholed very well. So please don't ask me what my religion is, but you can ask me what my spiritual beliefs are. And I can, that I can tell you. 
and I do try to live those. So I, too, am all about world peace, global peace, and what can we do to help? Here's a group. If you like research and you like science to back up some of this stuff, if you have not heard of the HeartMath Institute, check it out. It has nothing really to do with math. <laughs> um, so they've been around since 1991 is when this institute was founded, and they are global they now have several different branches. They work with the government. They work with the military. They continue their own research. And they are part of the global, let's see, what is it? Global Coherence Initiative. All right, that sounds like a mouthful. So what they have done, they have actually have studied the electromagnetic field of the earth. And can people affect that? So they've set up. Um, monitoring system. It's called the Global Coherence Monitoring System. So it's world a worldwide network of sensors. If you go to their website, it's quite extensive, but there is a map that even shows you where these sensors are that measures the electromagnetic field and the way um, people interact with that. So we know that EMF waves affect us, right? So we talk about, you know, why do we not want to hold cell phones up to our heads? That's why Bluetooth is better and don't stand in front of a microwave and all of that kind of stuff. Whole different topic. But they actually measure this. So they're taking some concepts that have been thought woo-woo and they're putting it in scientific terms. And there are is actually government research on this and universities research this and they are coming up with the same conclusions. So if you Google it, you'll see all of this information. So the HeartMath Institute studies the effect of, like, when we have World Day of Peace, which is September 21st. Man, it would have been great if I'd have been on the ball and released this on that day or just before, but I missed that mark. So the International Day of Peace was set up by the United Nations General Assembly. And it would, they just declared that as a day globally to strengthen ideals for peace. And a lot of peace organizations and churches and groups have events on that day to focus on peace. What they've shown through their network of monitors is it does make a difference. So then they kind of got together and did prayer groups. If you get massive, massive amounts of people at the same time to pray or meditate for a certain period of time, does that make a difference? Yes, it does. I won't go into all of this right now, but it's extensive and it's absolutely amazing that like even before 9-11, they picked up a change in the electromagnetic of the field. So there's a predictive quality there too. So if you're interested in that, I find it absolutely fascinating. Heart Math Institute, they've got a an amazing website, get Google Chapter 11, then this study uh, results will come up. There's things on YouTube to help too. So lots of information out there. Okay, what does all this mean and what can we do to help? We want to focus on love and light and the positivity, right? We want to focus on what we want to create, not what we want to destroy. We want to destroy the biasness, the violence, the hatred, all of that ugly stuff is what we want to destroy. 
But like Martin Luther King says, we can't do that by focusing on it. And that's what uh, Mother Teresa said. We can't destroy those by focusing on them. So, yes, it's there. But let's destroy them by focusing on what we want. And that can just be sending love out. Prayer and meditation absolutely help. And it does not have to be in mass. You can do it individually. I feel like it's like an, a collective effect, right? Where we may be doing it individually, but it's still raising the consciousness because think of all the people on the earth. You're not the only one praying or meditating at that time. Whatever you're doing, visualizing, spending time in nature that's raising your vibration and sending that to the greater good, it absolutely makes a difference and it all kind of joins together. So this is complete Majanaism here. I have to believe, maybe it's just that I want to believe, that if you go back to the beginning of humanity and trace it forward, there's definitely an evolution of consciousness there. We've had some really dark times. And I'm not saying that on the earth right now, there's not equal darkness. I mean, there are spots on this earth that are incredibly violent, stuff we don't even want to talk about. And yet, overall... I do believe that our consciousness has increased, that we are overall more compassionate, more empathetic, less violent, although there are pockets. And I think there's a reason for that. I think that Earth will and can continue to evolve and raise in consciousness. And it's a slow go. And I think that the Earth was designed for us to come here and learn these lessons, we wouldn't be able to learn these lessons if we were a highly evolved culture. If you buy into the Atlanteans that were, they were highly evolved technologically and socially. And I understand that there was, they thrived, they thrived for a while, but then it imploded. I just think that's kind of what the earth does. There are planes of higher development that we can go to at other times But part of this process is learning the whole side of it, and it's not always pretty. But I do believe we can increase it. If you haven't done this, I mean, again, this is just a really great example of a difference that it makes. Just sitting in intention. So somebody maybe that you're having conflict with, large or small, it doesn't matter. Without them even knowing it, and without even having a conversation with them, just send them love. Just imagine sending a beam of love and light going straight from your heart to theirs. Put aside whatever difference and struggle you're having and just focus on the love. And it's amazing how with no communication, they they shift. They do. They shift their attitude towards you. Sometimes that whole problem will just subside. But it definitely can make a huge impact on smoothing it out. And if nothing else, it can open the door to communication so y'all can discuss it without animosity and maybe reach a, an amicable conclusion. So getting very practical, what can we do individually or collectively is practice some sort of mindfulness, if not every day, although every day is wonderful, but even 10 minutes of just visualizing. Like Here's an exercise I used to do with my students. Just get quiet, get centered mindful of where you are right now and just bring your attention there and then imagine increasing your vibration 
so that you are filled with love. Think of something that just makes you really, really happy or a time you felt really safe and loved. There's so many ways to do this. You just want to get your vibration up. And imagine that gratitude and the love that you feel is just growing from your heart and it's expanding until your whole body is just engulfed in this love and gratitude. And you just can't help but smile because you're so happy. And then let that bubble of gratitude and love extend out past you and it's touching the other people in your home or that, that are right next to you. And then let it continue to grow to your house and then your neighborhood, your community, your town. You can go as far as you want, and it can go out and surround the entire world. And that might sound like it's nothing but words and pictures, but you are sending that intention, and that's what focused intention and prayer is, right? You're sending that love out there. So we're focusing on the love. If there's somebody in particular Visualize them or a country or a community that's needing support. Picture sending that to them. So focus on the wonderful things that you want to send out and send that love and peace and joy. If you want to focus on no violence, then imagine what that area looks like as it's peaceful. Don't imagine what it looks like with the violence. That's no longer in the reality. Picture it peacefully. I am so grateful that this topic has come up a couple of times just within the last week or two because that just tells me that it's coming up for a lot of other people too and we can make a difference. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening. I love your communications and your podcast suggestions. You can get a hold of me at majana at lifeafterliferadio.com and I look forward to seeing and hearing from you very, very soon. Namaste.